Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. It's just another win. It's another series. You know, it doesn't matter if we sweep them or if we beat them in seven. You know, it's just it's nice to move on. Nice to win our series. And uh, it's good. For, obviously, everybody's confidence. And, um, you know, it was a close series. There were many goals scored on both sides. And All right. Well, I'm totally on the bandwagon, by the way, folks. Yeah, in part because, I mean, I just, I love that guy so much. Marc-Andre Fleury. Just give him the heart, give him the Vesna. Yeah, throw in the Con Smythe, too. He's just, he's incredible. And I mean, that's part of the, the romantic story of this team, is all of these cast-offs, right? And, and look how amazing they are. So it, it's exceeded everybody's expectations, both on and off the ice, for the Vegas Golden Knights. On the ice, win their division sweep the LA Kings in the first round of the playoffs and who knows what else they're going to achieve off the ice though it's been an enormous success and I've spoken to some people who have managed to get tickets and by the way tickets are not easy to come by or they're not cheap which speaks to a, a big time demand to watch this team play but the experience at these these games is incredible uh, but certainly the the city has got behind this team Saw a shot last night. I think it was the Mandalay Bay Outdoor Bar. I it was a pretty nice evening uh, in Las Vegas, as you might expect this time of year. Uh, and there were a bunch of people uh, outside, and they were watching the game on the big screen. So it, it, it's been an incredible story. Uh, joining us uh, to talk a bit more about this remarkable team and what else they might uh, do to make our jaws hit the floor, Ken Bolke joins us with Sinbin.Vegas. Ken, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. What a crazy week. Oh, yeah, no kidding. You you were in L.A. last night, weren't you? You got it. <laughs> I wasn't going to miss that, right? I know. You know, it's just so funny because I think back, and we, we had you on a couple times, you know, before this team took to the ice and what, what it was going to be like. Was the city going to get behind them? How good could they be? I mean, did you ever imagine that it would be like this? No, absolutely not. I thought they were they're going to be the worst team in the league. I thought <laughs> yeah. they had the ace best player from every other team. How is this team going to be any good? I always thought the support would be good. I thought the city would love the team, but uh, I think they've fallen in love even more because, well, it's hard to not fall in love with this team. Oh, absolutely. Like I say, I'm I'm totally on the bandwagon here. It's just they're fun to watch. I mean, that's that's the thing. And maybe that speaks to coach. Maybe that speaks to the GM. Uh, and, and this team he assembled. But but they're a good team. Obviously, they got a great goaltender, but they're a really good team. Oh, yeah, they're really deep. They're really quick. They're fast. They Their defense has been really surprising to me recently. They, they just play this very simple style, and as long as their feet are moving, they do the right things, and they get out of their zone really easily, and the Kings had no answers. They scored three goals in 14 periods. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Well, and yeah, and I mean, you know, the point about the cast-offs, now they're, they're all downplaying that from what I've seen in some of the interviews today, that they didn't use that as motivation. But to have McNabb score the winning goal against his former team, to put that team out of the playoffs, and then, of course, that whole thing with the uh, the Drew Doughty quote earlier this year, right, that there's no way that this team's going to be better than us by the end of the year. I mean, it's just, there's so many little uh, aspects to this story, right? It's just, it's, William Carlson put it, as best I heard, he said it's pretty much the Vegas story that that McNabb scores the goal, that they wind up sweeping a team that that made all these comments earlier in the year, and they're just doing things every single time, and they're going to keep getting doubted, and people are going to pick the Sharks or the Ducks, whoever it happens to be, and they'll keep chugging along, and who knows how far they'll go. I mean, I, I can't doubt them. I wouldn't. In terms of uh, you know the way that the the city has responded, now I think they've they've sold out all their games, right? Yep. Uh, and and these and, and it's not just relying on the out of town fans. And I know there are out of town fans, you know, to varying degrees depending who's playing. But that that's not what's going to make or break this team. The the city is behind this team, isn't it? Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, throughout the course of the season, there were games where there would be forty percent fans from the other team there would be games where there'd be 30 or 15 or whatever there were always a lot of fans these two playoff games that were at home there were maybe 300 total kings fans in the stand i mean the people are 100 percent behind this team and they are not allowing out-of-town fans <laughs> to get these tickets now it's it's pretty crazy and if they do they're ridiculously expensive so i don't know who's traveling to come pay for a ticket that's that price yeah well it's going to be a hostile environment too because there's some pretty passionate fans uh it, you know it's been great too and i read an article about uh they call him kid poker daniel negranu uh who's from toronto grew up a leafs fan but is you know all in on on the vegas golden knights yeah. and, and he's he almost serves as like this ambassador he's there every game in the same seat and he's talking to fans he's explaining the game to people and he's he's just so passionate about the team. I mean, it's it's I think a great example of kind of that that L.A. or that Las Vegas hockey connection. Yeah, I mean, he's just one of the many. I mean, and he's a huge face. And he was on board. He was actually part of the the founding fifty that was selling tickets before they even had the team. Like Foley reached out to him and many others, and he was on the board on board with it. But it's. There's this weird belief that like people in Vegas didn't know what hockey was. Like it's not a foreign concept because no one's actually from Las Vegas. Like yeah, the people who grew up yeah. in Vegas, they have no idea, but no one's from here. So Daniel DeGrande is a perfect example. The guy moved to Vegas to play poker. He's obviously a hockey fan. He grew up in Toronto. So he's one of the many that that are, you know, and it's a, it's a weird fan base because there's there's diehards that know the game in and out. There's diehards that have no idea what icing is. But people are coming around, right? People who didn't know about the game are starting to learn the game, and and even in a you know in the desert in Las Vegas, kids are are starting to play the game. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, they 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 uh, they created the practice facility. It's like a thirty million dollar building in in uh, Summerlin, the the suburb, a little bit west of the Strip, and. They had originally like about 40 or 50 kids that were showing up to these learn how to skate things. Now they have to close them off because they're getting over 300. Like it's it's been pretty unbelievable to see it happen, and it's only going to get better and better and better as they continue to go through the playoffs. It's when I got some friends who were going to Vegas this weekend, and they're pretty disappointed because in all likelihood there's not going to be a game. There probably wasn't going to be a home game even if they were still playing L.A. I don't think round two is going to start. 
uh, before this weekend. But it just shows. I mean, it's it's become a draw. It's not an afterthought for people going to Vegas. It's it's something maybe you want to be a part of, even if you're not actually at the game. Well, from my perspective, though, I can use a week off now. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Eh? Jeez. You know, and I mean, I'm, I, I hope the Ducks get swept. I, I got to admit, I'm maybe not a big Sharks fan, but not certainly not a Ducks fan. So, uh, I mean, if it's Vegas, San Jose, I mean, it's wild to think. I, I mean, I could I could see Vegas winning that series too. I mean, you, you think about what else they might accomplish here. I mean, it's 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 not a wild thought now at this point to think of them maybe oh. making the conference finals, maybe even the finals. Oh no, it's. I don't even think it's a wild thought to say that they could win the whole thing. I mean, you just look at the what they did throughout the regular season. They dominated the Pacific Division. And then they get matched up with the Kings, and people start picking the Kings. And I'm kind of looking at them like, did you watch any of the Pacific Division games? And they were better against the Sharks than they were against the Kings. They only played the Sharks once when they had Evander Kane. but And then Nashville, Winnipeg, they did well against those teams. Tampa, Pittsburgh. They did well against those teams. So, I mean, you, you the pass hard. Like it's, There's no doubt it's going to be difficult for them to keep winning these games. But I think they match up very well with San Jose. I, I think they win the series in five or six. Well, I'll be cheering for them. Uh, people want to follow the team, sinbin.vegas, uh, great website. Ken, uh, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Absolutely. I hope I'm, I hope I'm doing it into June. Yeah, well, let's hope so. We'll see. Uh, don't bet against it. Ken, thanks again. All right, Ken Balke is uh, with Sinbin.Vegas, um, website devoted to following this team. I think the odds right now were 9-2. to two. Cup odds for Vegas. They were 200-1 to one to make the playoffs at the start of the year. I mean, I, I, I don't know. You, you still logically you said no. And they can't win it all, right? Uh, I sure didn't think they'd sweep L.A., Thought they had a good chance against LA. Didn't expect them to sweep LA. And yeah, there was last night, and I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm pulling for this team like they're, you know, like, like somehow like this is a team I grew up watching or something. But it's, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's the underdog story. It's you know this this kind of this element right of all of these castoffs and and look at what they've they've made themselves into. And, and, and they're, they're easy players to cheer for. I mean, the, just even the story of their head coach, Gerard Gallant, and the way he was fired and, and what he's done with this team. I mean, it's just... And, and to see the people of Vegas embrace it. Because we get pretty cynical up here where hockey is king. What do these desert dwellers know about hockey? They're not going to go watch. Yeah, maybe some Canadians will fly down and they'll, they'll be the ones watching. Now, folks there got behind it. It's, it's a big deal. Now... Who knows? Is that going to be the case in five years? Time will tell, right? But it's been a huge success so far. Nine seven four eight two five five. Dwight, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to follow up on the uh, conversation you just had. I was down there for St. Patrick's Day weekend. We were lucky enough to see the uh, Wild play, and then the Flames on Sunday. Unbelievable entertainment. It was just, it was fantastic. I, I just couldn't can't say enough about it. And. Certainly the game's going to grow in that part of the country, no question about it. Yeah, and from what I've heard, yeah, I, I spoke to someone who was uh, actually at the, the game against Calgary, the last one against Calgary. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and just, yeah, I mean, just the atmosphere, the arena's great, and it's, you know, it's in such a cool spot on the strip there, and oh. just, you know, the whole show through the game. I oh. mean, it's just, it's it's quite something, isn't it? My nephew put it this way. He says, you know, it's like you go to a rock concert and a hockey game breaks out. Yeah. And I thought, boy, that, uh, that sums it up pretty good. It was fantastic. And I, I'm uh, cheering for him 100%, no question. Yeah, like a lot of people are. Dwight and I am. appreciate the phone call, 974-8255. Yeah, so Christian texts with the stats. Fleury made 227 saves on 230 shots in that series. Two shutouts, 977 save percentage. That is insane. You know, and, and my, my son loves the Penguins, so we followed Fleury over the years. And I felt bad for him last year because in the first round, he, he stole that series for Pittsburgh against Columbus. Certainly stole the second round against Washington. Had uh, a couple bumpy games against Ottawa. They went back to Matt Murray. And then that was it. His last game in a Penguin uniform. And, and I mean, the way, you know, you saw him, the way he teared up when they played in Pittsburgh and they did the video. I mean, he's just such a class act. I, I, I mean, I'm a big, big fan. Wherever Marc-Andre Fleury would have ended up. And I like the fact that he plays kind of an old school way of playing. He's not the six foot seven quintessential butterfly goalie. He's unorthodox. He flips, he flops around. Uh, he likes to play the puck. He likes the dramatic poke check. Very acrobatic. And so that was great to see. Two shutouts, 977 save percentage. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.